Hello and welcome to episode 385 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Sunday, December 18th, 2022, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, continuing to check out the wonderful talks and writings of the late, great Brazilian professor and theologian, Dr. Plinio Correa, Dale Avera. This was initially published on May 9th, 1981, and it's called Be Consistent. And Professor Plinio was very consistent in his messages about Our Lady of Fatima and the importance of repentance and belief in the gospel. Tensions, crises, it's just what you hear about. Nor does attention focus on any point on the horizon, however remote it may be, without discerning them corroding or overthrowing the bulldozer here, there, and there. Here, what does it mean? Yes, right here, that is in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, around each one, within so many and so many tensions and crises, both of the body and the soul. To start with those of the body, how far back in the 1930s, half a century ago, when the average person didn't take medicine because they didn't get sick, or because when it happened, when they happened to fall ill, it was so light that robust health triumphed with the mere aid of some naive home remedy or with a certain attitude of soul, slightly stoic, that the common people picturesquely, picturesquely labeled tea of little case. Not only were health, was health usually good, but souls were unclouded, as much as this valley of tears can be. Work was being done on all sides, but in several places, people also prayed even more than prayed in the 1920s. The great religious renewal brought about by the rise of the Marian congregations blew over Brazil from end to end. And there was joy too, notably in the middle and small bourgeoisie and in the working class, joy in the lives of families, resulting to a certain extent from the healthy elements of a Christian tradition that insisted on not dying. Communicative joy, widely reflected in the pages of newspapers, and even more so in magazines, and that had repercussions on record players and radios with which contemporaries delighted. Health and zest for life gave human society a glint of relaxed and bountiful stability and a joyful anticipation of the days to come. The superficial man at the time preferred not to comment on the immorality that, however, was growing in environments insensitive to the Catholic renovue. Nor did he pay attention to factors of social and economic unrest, which grew faster than industrial progress. And if I can comment, there does seem to be a certain zest for life, even nowadays amongst the Brazilian people, that's very beautiful and something that we should all emulate. They're famous for their singing and dancing at soccer tournaments, especially with the uh, World Cup going on. The World Cup final is today between Argentina and France, there's a, a love for life that is inherent in the Brazilian of people that's great to see. The professor continues. Suddenly, lo and behold, an unexpected light shone over the great cheerful festival, but not without traces of dignity. From the 25th to the 26th of January, 1938, the whole of Portugal shook, for a phenomenon never seen before appeared in the night skies of Lusitania, that is, an immense aurora borealis. The people, perhaps impressed by the perspective of the punishments with which, and the decline of the First World War, 
Our Lady of Fatima, through the voice of Lucia, Jacinta, and Francisco, threaten the impenitent world, spread of Russia's errors throughout the earth, new world war, nations that would disappear, etc., began to pray in the streets, fearing the justice of God. Bells rang, the churches were filled. The day dawned normally and life went on without further ado. In other nations where the aurora borealis had been seen, the phenomenon was even seen in Italy and Greece, no one was bothered. Somewhat biasly informed by international news agencies, public opinion in all countries began to laugh. <laughs> this Portugal. But the punishment came. In March 1938, Germany annexed Austria. In October, the Sudetenland. In March of the following year, Czechoslovakia and Lithuania were invaded. In September, Poland. The war had begun. These were the stages of the downfall of a world which only wanted an earthly existence impregnated with the pleasure of living. I have already registered how different the world is today. Ailments in the body of almost everyone. Suffering of self-seeking souls because they see their greed and socialism and decadence in vain. Suffering of disinterested souls for seeing the sufferings of self-interested ones. Suffering of those who don't have faith because they don't have it. Suffering of those who have faith, seeing the state in which the Holy Church of God is found of such prostration that it would be said that a few decades ago, not even the angels of God could have foreseen it in the highest of heaven. It is as if everyone is buzzing, conscious or unconscious, confessed or unconfessed, with the fear of something that is about to happen. In this context, a phenomenon analogous to that of 1938 occurs. On the night of April 12, a strong reddish glow, also seen with greenish, orange, and light yellow tones, lit up the United States sky. The phenomenon has been observed in more than two-thirds of the U.S. territory, on the West Coast, in the Midwest, and throughout the South, as far as the Gulf of Mexico. The night became so clear that cars passed with their headlights off. What is the cause of the phenomenon? Luminescent clouds, aurora borealis, authoritative scientists discuss. As for the northern lights, they are rarely visible south of the 50th parallel and entirely exceptional on the 30th parallel where the south coast of the United States is located on the Gulf of Mexico. The April 12 phenomenon was recorded by the National Weather Service, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration in Boulder, Colorado, and NASA. A new sign? threatening new punishments for a humanity whose impenitence has been confronting Our Lady of Fatima? Explosion, this time occurring no longer in a happy world, which did not expect it, but in an oppressed, frantic, and unrepentant world? In a world whose sins are taking on all the modalities of scandal? I feel the antipathy of some readers against the hypothesis that I've just launched. Doesn't this dislike come from the fact that I arouse premonitions that are in them without them daring to confess them to themselves? In that case, won't their antipathies be all the more fierce the more they feel in their innermost being that my hypothesis is right? I ask this in a Christian spirit towards everyone, including those dear dislikers. It seems that the usual luminous phenomenon, excuse me, the unusual luminous phenomenon of 1981 is symmetrical with that of 1938. Thus, I think it is reasonable to conjecture that the suite of 1981 will be symmetrical with that of 1938. Who warns a friend is? My comment is made in view of the fact that it is still time to pray, to change our lives, 
and thus avoid the punishment that threatens the nations. Didn't you, my antipathizer, just yesterday demand freedom from everyone, including terrorists? Be consistent with yourself and cordially respect my own freedom. I turn to my supporters. Let us meditate and pray together to Our Lady of Fatima so that men amend and punishment is thus avoided as far as possible. So ends the article. Well, back in 1981 and up until the present day, I'm recording this in 2022, of course, we have not seen a nuclear catastrophe. We have not seen World War III yet. But certainly, um, sin is a punishment in and of itself when the pleasure of sins fade away. We have the regret, the guilt, and the shame that comes with those sins and the catastrophe that lies in the wake of sin. Broken hearts, broken homes, broken families. You think of the tragedy of widespread acceptance of the birth control pill and abortion and internet pornography. This scourge which has broken the hearts and the homes of so many families, the divorce rate and so many people simply living in sin without getting married. This was warned of by the Blessed Mother. She warned of bad marriages, people committing adultery and pretending to be married and and so forth and so on. That's the so-called liberation of the sexual revolution. It's actually putting on your own chains. It's putting yourself in prison. We can complain about the state of the world, but so many of our own problems, and speaking for myself here, are caused by our own sins, by our refusal to repent and believe in the gospel, by our refusal to take the Catholic faith seriously, by our refusal to pray the rosary every day like the Blessed Mother asked for repeatedly at Fatima in 1917. But I would like to end this with a message of hope. In spite of all this, think of how much Our Lady loves us and continues to intercede for us. Professor Plinio was giving warnings back in 1981. Well, World War III did not come. It still hasn't come. It may come yet but we can always have hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. We have been given this time to repent. This article was written 41 years ago. I've been alive since 1978. That's a long time. The Lord is still giving us time. The Blessed Mother is still interceding for us. There's still time to amend your life. There's still time to change the course of your family life. I'm speaking especially to any fathers who might be listening this, listening to this. Take your families to Mass. I recommend getting to the traditional Latin Mass or Divine Liturgy. Lead them in the Rosary every single day. Let us be men and women of joy and confidence in the Lord because our Lord Jesus Christ has struck down sin, Satan, and death by his own passion, death, and resurrection. Our Lord and Our Lady love you more than you can possibly imagine. Repent and believe in the gospel, my friends. Let us conclude by once again 
taking a look at helping autism through learning and outreach located at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. And please tune in to episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast if you have not already done so, where I interview my sister and one of my nieces about RPM or rapid prompting method, which is a system of communication for our friends and family members afflicted by non-speaking autism. We believe that just as sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf, the same thing is the case with rapid prompting method for non-speakers. We need to get this information to the the family members, the friends of non-speakers, because communication is a human right. Let us pray for help and for healing for non-speakers and their families. Prayer for healing. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. A Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens, ora pernobis, sancti osaf, terra daimonem, ora pernobis, sancta Raphael archangeli, ora pernobis, in omena patris, et fili, et spiritus sancti, amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 385 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. And most importantly, please pray for the eternal salvation of all of our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.